0: Thanks for tuning in to Start with Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. Scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at HesedHeart.com. Good morning, my friends, and happy Saturday! So two days ago, we saw Jesus lay out a framework for how to address sin, first privately, and with a heart of forgiveness, that when someone repents, we forgive them not seven times, but 77 times. And yesterday we talked about the specific sin of divorce, that it is serious because it breaks up the permanence in the commitment of marriage. And yet we also saw Jesus telling his disciples, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of heaven. And remember that he previously talked about becoming like a child, being humble in heart, not proud. So we are not demeaning others for their sin because we ourselves are sinners in need of a Savior. And now today we will actually see the idolatry of money and materialism. And idolatry is anything that puts something above God. Now, typically when we think of idolatry, we think of people who have other gods or of people who made little like, golden or rock statues and they worshiped those statues. But idolatry runs deeper. If you make something else the number one priority, the biggest thing you are seeking, the thing that confirms your identity instead of God, that is idolatry. And today we'll see the idolatry of money and material goods. So let's dive right into Matthew 19 verse 16 reading from the ESV. And behold a man came up to him saying, Teacher what good deed must I do to have eternal life? And he said to him why do you ask me about what is good? There is only one who is good. If you would enter life, keep the commandments. First of all, I love that this is how Jesus starts out this conversation. Because this man says, what do I have to do to enter eternal life? How good do I have to be? He still thinks he needs to be good enough on his own. He still thinks that if he does enough, quote unquote, religious acts, And acts good enough that he will earn his way to heaven. And before he says anything else, Jesus says, There is only one who is good. And we know today that one is Jesus himself because he was sinless, he was innocent, and he died for us. If you would enter life, keep the commandments. And he said to him, Which ones? And Jesus said, You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor your father and your mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So Jesus here starts listing some of the Ten Commandments that this man should know perfectly well. The young man said to him, All these I have kept, what do I still lack? And Jesus said to him, If you would be perfect, go, sell what you possess and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come, follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions And Jesus said to his disciples, Truly I say to you, only with difficulty will a rich person enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished, saying, Who then can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. So Jesus points out here to this man, he says, You can't be perfect. There's only one who is perfect, and that is me, the Messiah. But clearly this man is searching for a way to be good enough to earn his way. And Jesus points out the one thing, well maybe there's more than one, but at least one thing the man is not willing to let go of. Jesus said to him, if you would be perfect, go sell what you possess and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. So we see he is sorrowful. We can only infer that is because he doesn't want to get rid of his possessions. In his worldview and in his mind, possessions and money and wealth are more important than following Christ. And that is when material goods and money become idolatry, when they become the priority over God and over his call in our lives. To be honest, I think most of us have prioritized something else over God at one point, a relationship, being seen by others, or even money. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished saying, who then can be saved? because we've all been there. We've all prioritized something over God. But Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. On our own, this is impossible, but with God's strength and Jesus' blood and sacrifice, all things are possible. Everyone can be saved and forgiven when we humble our hearts, recognize our need for a savior, and place our faith in Jesus Christ. Then Peter said in reply, see we have left everything and followed you. What then will we have? So to me this seems kind of prideful (laughs) and My two cents is that Peter kind of missed the point. (laughs) That Jesus is saying anyone can be saved, but it's difficult when you make money a priority over God. And Peter says, But we've left everything. What are we going to get? You know, we're better than him. And Jesus says to them, Truly, I say to you, in the new world, When the Son of Man will sit on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or fathers or mother or children or lands, for my name's sake, will receive a hundredfold and will inherit eternal life. So Jesus honestly says to him, Yes, those who have faith in me, those who are covered by my blood and prioritize God first, they will have eternal life. And they will receive a hundredfold and will inherit eternal life. Again, remembering that it's not something we can ever do on our own but only because of Christ's sacrifice. But he ends on this. But many who are first will be last, and the last first. He still points out humility. I hope you have a great weekend, and I will see you on Monday. I am so proud of you for starting with scripture. You can also visit hesedheart.com for even more resources, including faith-based yoga and Bible-based meditations.